Hello there and welcome to the Andrew Staples Show. I'm your host, Andrew Staples. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast. It means more to me than you'll ever know. I just got done recording my uh, Daytona 500 breakdown. Didn't really break down the 500 a whole lot now that I think about it. Uh, did a lot of talking about the uh, horrific wreck of Ryan Newman. Uh, also paid tribute to Dale Earnhardt Sr. on the 19th anniversary of his passing. Um, this is going to be an NFL episode only, though, so if you're looking for that for NASCAR talk, check that out. Uh, as of right now, not planning on doing a Shooting the Bull podcast this week. But you never know. Things can change. Things pop up, and we'll see what happens. Um, Mainly, just wanted to clear my head a little bit. Been really depressed, really sleep-deprived in a lot of ways the last uh, night because of everything that was going on in the NASCAR world. Um, My first love in sports, (coughs) excuse me, Um, my second love is, of course, the NFL and the Washington Redskins. And Pro Football Talk. Posted at 5.43, a player that I was hoping the Redskins might have signed, might have been able to get a a good deal on, a former Carolina Panther, Greg Olson, did not sign with us. He is now a Seattle Seahawk. Makes all the sense in the world. I know there was some hesitation on his part, didn't want to move his family. But look, the three teams he was talking to, he had connections with two of them. Obviously, Ron Rivera and the Redskins, that was his coach. I think they got to Carolina together. They were together a long time. Um, he also knew Dermot, who McDermott, who was the defensive coordinator in Carolina, who's now the Buffalo Bills head coach. Supposedly he talked to him as well. But when I heard that he was going to do an interview with the Seahawks, I knew that's where he was going to sign because Greg Olson has not won a championship. He played in the Super Bowl a few years ago, but he doesn't have a ring. And when you get to the point where... Um, He's considered retirement, and he's great in the broadcast booth. He's done a few games for Fox. Um, you got to chase that ring, and <coughs> pardon me, uh, you can't get you can't get mad at him. And I would love to see him burgundy and gold, especially with our tight end situation, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, but totally understand it, and wish him luck. Um, just wish, just wish we could have uh, gotten him. Um, all right, other news. Drew Brees announced today that he is coming back. Uh, wasn't sure how this was going to go, especially with some of the stuff that went on at the Pro Bowl. Um, he was supposed to be, I think, the second quarterback to play, and Russell Wilson was the first, and Russell let Drew go ahead of him. Uh, awesome gesture by Russell. And uh, he ended up, I thought that was going to be his last game, but uh, Drew's is coming back. Uh he said he would play for the Saints or he wouldn't play, so we assume he's going to play for the Saints. So that means Teddy Bridgewater is probably not coming back. Uh, I've heard crazy rumors that he could get up to $30 million somewhere. I don't see that happening, and I'll tell you why. There are a lot of teams that need quarterbacks, but a lot of the teams that may need quarterbacks aren't going to go crazy and pay quarterbacks big money, if you know what I mean. So like, could I could see him if Tom Brady leaves New England. Bridgewater would be a great fit there, but I don't think... Bill Belichick's going to pay him $30 million. Um, I look at the team that I would like to see Teddy go to is the uh, Chargers. I think that he would fit really good there. Anthony Lynn's a great coach, and uh, he wanted a more mobile quarterback, and Teddy can move. And uh, Teddy was 4 or 5-0 and last year filling in for Drew Brees. And if we didn't have Dwayne Haskins, which I'm still hoping we can get something out of him because I think he showed promise at the end of the year, um, I would love to go after him. But... Uh, 
If I had to speculate, I think Teddy's going to end up in one or two places. One with, if, if it's big money, I'll give the Chargers and the Buccaneers the advantage there. And a wild card for less money, a team like New England, um, if Tom Brady leaves. But uh, considering the horrific injury Tom, Bra- uh, excuse me, Teddy Bridgewater had a few years ago where he could have lost his leg, um, the fact that he's able to come back now and be the guy, um, I wish for nothing for the best, nothing but the best for Teddy. Great guy. And, uh, you know, he almost signed with the Miami Dolphins last year. And I'm kind of glad he didn't because I think that would have, they weren't set up for him yet. Now, now if he signed with them, it might be a different story. But because they have three number ones, two number twos, and uh, what, two ones and two twos in the next year. And I think $96 million or something crazy in cap space. So <coughs> that would be a more appealing situation now. Uh, what else is going on? Let me get a drink because my throat is acting up. Um, Joe Flacco, who suffered an injury last year, has not decided what he's going to do yet. Uh, I can't see him going back to Denver unless he takes a pay cut. I believe Drew Locke is their future. I believe Drew Locke outperformed Dwayne Haskins and toward down the stretch. Uh, Locke looked uh, really good, and I would put it. If you're ranking the quarterbacks, man, I would put him up there with uh, Gardner Minshew and Tyler Murray as the most impressive rookies. Like I said, Haskins had his moments. Daniel Jones had his moments. But the uh, rest of them didn't have any moments. So, uh, like Locke, if we'd ended up getting him instead of Haskins, I would have been totally fine with that. But I wouldn't want to take Locke at 15 because I think he went 40th or 41st. But um, I don't think, I don't know if, I don't think there's going to be a place for Joe Flacco. Definitely not to start unless there's an injury. And, you know, he's he's tall. He's not mobile at all <laughs> anymore. And I just I don't see him uh, commanding the market. He may be one of those wait and see, and maybe by week six or if there's a uh, really bad injury in preseason or training camp, he could hop on there. But I just don't see it. And, you know, it's sad because uh like Joe a lot, and he's uh, you know Super Bowl MVP. Unbelievable playoff run, but they definitely overpaid him, and it cost them. Uh, they had to let a lot of guys go and weren't able to get back to the playoffs. I don't believe they got back to the playoffs after he signed that big deal. I could be wrong, though. All right, so let's see what else is going on here. Pro football rumors. No major traction reported in the Eric Bieniemy talks with Colorado, his alma mater. If I'm, look, Eric should have got a head coaching job this past off season, and uh, I think if there had been more firings, because I think there was only five coaching vacancies, I think he would have ended up with a job. Uh, I think he's in a great situation. I believe the Chiefs are going to win multiple Super Bowls, at least get to multiple Super Bowls. So why don't you stay and see what you can get done there and. Uh, you know, maybe maybe they win another one or win two more, and Andy Reid decides to retire, and you get the job there. So I hope I hope he gets the NFL job because I really like him, and uh, he's another guy that if if we hadn't got Rivera, I would have loved to have had. Um, if we hadn't gone, I wanted a veteran coach, and that's why I was glad we got Rivera. Uh, I wanted him or McCarthy, and uh, I'm glad that we got Rivera. But if if we had went, you know, completely new, completely young. Uh, Eric Bieniemy would have been the guy I would have liked to have had as our coach. Um, 
Looks like Kareem Hunt is expected to reign with the Browns in 2020. Uh, he's already had some, uh, he got, a, I guess, in trouble with the law a little bit for having drugs, and that's not good considering everything he went on went on with him, you know, the year before. Um, the Cowboys got to figure out what they're going to do with Dak because they got to figure out what they're going to do with Amari Cooper. And, you know, a lot of this is going to depend on what happens with the CBA because if I understand it right, technically they can tag one and transition tag another one. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I believe that Dallas is going to pay for their mistakes because they should have gotten Dak done by now. Um, it would have been cheaper if they had done it earlier, and they could have tagged Cooper. Um, their offense really took off when he got to Dallas, and they gave a first-round pick for him. And to only have him a year and a half for a first-round pick, yeah, not good business. Sounds like a risky move. Um, what else? Yeah, this episode, it's probably not going to be a uh, lengthy one. Uh, there was a rumor pop up today that Stefan Diggs, who at times was definitely not happy in Minnesota last year, despite the success they had, um, is rumored to be a possible trade chip. Um, or, you know, they, he could, might be able to get a first-round pick for him. Uh, here's, the, here's the thing with Minnesota. They are way over the cap, and they've got guys, starters, that are going to hit free agency. So... Number one, they can't sign anyone right now because they're over the cap. So they got to cut some guys, they got to trade some guys, and then they got to decide who they're going to resign or are they going to go bargain shopping. So there's a lot of guys that are going to be free agents. I think Everson Griffin. Um, I think they're going to have to get rid of Kyle Rudolph. That's the name that I think if he gets cut, the Redskins need to look at. I also think if Kyle Rudolph gets cut, that he's going to go right to the Green Bay Packers. So I don't think that's going to matter. Um, Unless we trade for him. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, with our draft right now, the Redskins, I mean, we have a first, a third, a f- two-fourths, I think, a fifth, and two-sevenths, I believe. I think that's how it plays out. We don't have a second. Um, so we can't be trading picks for players, veteran players that are making a lot right now. Um, now, if you tell me we trade down multiple times the first two nights of the draft and then on the third day... Um, we move, we trade a fourth this year and a fifth next year for Kyle Rudolph. I can understand something like that, or two fifths or whatever. But we need to see what's available first. We need and we need picks because we need cheap talent. And they've done decent in the last few years of hitting on guys like Kelvin Harmon in the sixth round, um, Matt Ioannidis in the fifth round. So I mean, that's the kind of guys we need, and we need to be hitting on more of them. You know. Offensive linemen and corners and stuff like that, and a safety. So, we need young talent. We are going to have some money. Uh, right now, with the uh, releases of Josh Norman and Paul Richardson, I think they're up to like $56 million in cap room. And the Jordan Reed situation is scary for Jordan, and we have to figure out what's going to happen there. If they cut him, I think they're going to save close to $9 million. I think I read that they would have $65 million in cap uh, space, if that's the case. Um, Jordan Reed suffered a concussion in an August game, preseason game, against the Atlanta Falcons. And he has not been out of concussion protocol since. Um, he's had many concussions through college and in his uh, pro career. Um, one of the most talented tight ends I think I've seen who just hasn't been able to stay healthy. And it's it's sad, and you hate it for him, but um, you worry about quality of life. And 
Uh, I think they're going to reach an injury settlement and he's not going to play anymore. Um, maybe in a year or so he comes back somewhere, uh, goes to like a Patriots or whoever it's contending. But I just, I don't, I think Jordan has to think about Jordan. And I think that's why I think they're going to part ways and that'll free up cap space for the Redskins. Uh, I think he'll get another million, million and a half somewhere along in there by being released. So, you know, at least he got his big deal. Um, but like I said, just so talented, such a weapon, and they've missed him. <laughs> yeah, they've missed him a lot the last few years, the games he's missed. So wish him nothing but the best. Um, you know, he was a third-round pick, Mike Shanahan, one of his last picks. And, you know, definitely, you know, they helped him get him to the playoffs the following year, or the two years after that with Jay Gruden so, and Kirk Cousins. So... We'll see what happens. Uh, mentioned Stefan Diggs, uh, Maryland guy. Heard he would love to play for the Redskins. Same issue. We're not giving up a first-round pick for him. I say that. If we make a deal with Miami uh, and get the 26th pick and the 18th pick, yeah, maybe we trade 26 for Stefan Diggs. I feel like if we get that trade, though, that there'll be a young receiver at 18, or maybe we trade up a little bit to try to get ahead of a team like the Raiders or the Colts, and you know, take him, uh, take a young receiver. That would be my. That would be that would be what I would like to do. I I don't want to trade for a wide receiver. I want to draft one, or I want to go get a Mari Cooper or Rodney Anderson in free agency. So we'll see what happens there, but. Uh, would love to see Stefan Diggs and Burgundy in gold, but I think the price will be too high, and we may not have the price. You know, we may not have the pick to go get him. Um, I could see Stefan Diggs ending up with the Patriots if Brady comes back. I think he would be a really good target for him. You look at teams last year that flirted with Antonio Brown, like the Buffalo Bills had in principle agreed to trade for him, and Brown didn't want to go there, and so ended up getting traded to the Raiders. So we could see uh, a deal like that where maybe Buffalo decides to, to go after Stefan Diggs and give Josh Allen another weapon. Uh, I think that they're going to be in the market for a weapon either in free agency or the first round of the draft. So it'll be interesting to see. There's definitely options for Diggs. They'll probably want to get him out of the NFC. Who knows? Maybe Oakland ends up trading for another receiver. That has not worked out. The last two years they have traded a third-round pick, for Martavis Bryant from the Steelers, he got cut. Like, preseason because of drug issues and disciplinary stuff, I think. And then they had, of course, the whole Antonio Brown thing. Third and fifth. Bunch of money. They got voided and never played a game for them. Um, I hope Oakland doesn't go out and trade for another receiver, especially with Pittsburgh. <laughs> but uh, I hope that uh, they decide to spend 12 or 19 and get a young guy in there. And... Uh, See what happens. Um, so yeah, for, for Diggs, you know, keep like I said, keep an eye out for Oakland. You keep another, you keep eyes out for teams that have money and picks, and where they're picking. I mean, I'm pulling up the end of the draft. Um, you know, if they decide to trade him in the NFC, could Philadelphia be interested? Could New Orleans be interested? Uh, I would say Houston should be interested because they need another receiver. They don't have any picks. Um, Baltimore would be an interesting. You know, a Terp. Would they trade the 28th pick? I think they're going to go pass rusher, though. So I don't think that's an option. Tennessee's pretty good at receiver. 
Uh, Green Bay would be. A, oh no, never mind. Never mind. Duh, duh. Um, <laughs> Green Bay is in the division. They're not going to trade him there. Um, San Francisco would be interesting, but I don't think that will happen. The same thing with Can- now, Kansas City. You know, if they end up losing Steph, uh, not Steph, Sammy Watkins, maybe they go trade for Diggs. Very interesting. And then if you know if they can't get a first, you know, then a lot of teams become options like the Giants, Miami, uh, maybe Arizona, somewhere like that in the second round. But we'll see. We'll see. There's going to be. <coughs> I predict this off season is going to be insane. Leading up to free agency. Before it starts, you know, with the tampering and everything, I think we're going to hear so many rumors about trades, this player going there. I think the draft is going to be insane because I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be a Bengal. So this is setting up to be one of the most fun off-seasons I can remember. And I hope it doesn't fall flat. <laughs> if it fa- this is how it fall flat. All the quarterbacks except Phillip Rivers go back to where they were, and Joe Burrow goes to Cincinnati and... There's no fun. And there's no trades, but we'll see. I think there's going to be heavy movement. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. I think he's going to get moved. Adam Gase didn't want him. The old GM, McCagnan, was a Bell guy. Overpaid for him. Didn't get much in return. Pittsburgh has been rumored to be interested in trading for him. I don't know what they would get. You know, I could see Pittsburgh trading with him if it was for like a fifth. Because he fit that system well. And James Conner just hasn't been able to be the guy. Uh, if we're talking late round picks, that just puts so many teams um, in the market, especially teams that need running backs. Um, just going through the list here. You know, a lot of these teams have young running backs, you know, but could Bell be interested in going to Tampa? Could Bell be interested in going to Atlanta if they cut Freeman? Um, Buffalo, maybe? No, I don't think I don't think he'd fit there. But uh, maybe Houston. You know, Houston's always <laughs> willing to deal picks. Uh, it worked out pretty well for them last year. Well, no, nah, I mean David Johnson didn't. Or not David Johnson. Duke Johnson uh, didn't really pay off for a third round pick that they gave up. But we'll see what happens with Bell. If you're asking me right now, where he's he gonna go? I think he'll get dealt to. The Jets will deal Le'Veon Bell to either Pittsburgh or Houston or Wild Card Seattle. All right. It doesn't sound like Derrick Henry is interested in bringing Tom Brady to Nashville, so that's interesting. I mean, part of me wants to see them bring back that core, you know, bring back Henry, bring back Tannehill, uh, get you another pass rusher. Um, you may have to dress the right tackle and off on the other line, and go from there. See what happens. Uh, I, if if the league hasn't caught up to them, you know, there's no reason Tennessee can't compete for that division and be, you know, maybe back in the championship game again. I don't know. I mean, I, right now you almost pencil in the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Patriots with Brady as the top three, and then you don't know who's going to step up. It's Pittsburgh going to step back up with Big Ben? Is you know if Brady goes somewhere else in the AFC, is that the team? Um, what are the Colts going to do? They have talent, but they have a lot of cap money, and they should spend it. They need to go out and go big splash, and they may do that with quarterback this year. We'll see. Um, Darius Slay has been rumored to be getting traded for what since last off season, or at least during the season. So Detroit would want to get rid of him. 
I really don't know what Detroit's doing. I thought they should have fired the GM and the coach last offseason. You fired a coach that was 9-7 and seven or 10-6 and six last year, and you got worse. And, yeah, they were de- they looked good last year before Stafford got hurt. But And there's all kinds of rumors that Stafford's going to get traded, and his wife wants to go to the Chargers. <laughs> so uh, what's going to happen with Darius Slay? If he gets traded, what can they get? I don't think they'll get a one, but maybe. Uh, and Well, you know, if they end up getting a one, Kansas City's going to be interesting because they may lose Fuller and Breland. And so uh, if they cut Watkins, they would probably have enough for Slay. And giving up 30-second pick for Slay or drafting a corner that may not have a first-round grade, maybe have a second-round grade on, I would kind of go with Slay because we're in win-now mode if we're in Kansas City. So... That's an option. Uh, maybe keep a team. Um, Miami, maybe. They need a corner. Philadelphia. The Patriots, <laughs> you know. So we'll see what happens. And speaking of the Patriots, I think if Brady leaves the Patriots, that the surprise trade or the surprise quarterback for the New England Patriots in 2020 could be Matt Stafford. Um I could see them getting Detroit getting the twenty third pick for Stafford, and um, then then maybe that buys Patricia and company time in Detroit, saying, "Hey, we're going to draft a quarterback, so now we need more time." But I don't know. If you look at and you know while we're doing it, look. At, let me take. Let me look at teams that I think are going to have new coaches after the twenty twenty season. I think Cincinnati will stay with their coach unless they go in 16 because they don't like to pay guys, Zach Taylor. Uh, I think Patricia is going to be out in Detroit. I don't think they're going to win enough games. I think, obviously, Rivera will be safe. Um, Judd and the Giants just doesn't – you know, the coach there just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I just never got never got that pick signing. Uh, Flores in Miami, I think he showed enough down the stretch that he's a good coach and he can get a lot out of nothing. Anthony Lynn, good coach. Got to get that quarterback situation figured out. Rules getting paid more than anybody, so he's not going anywhere. I think Cliff Kingsbury's safe. Uh, I think Doug Marone will be out. I think Doug Marone will be fired during season, and Jay Gruden will take over. And then what happens down the stretch? Does Con and the Jaguars fall for Gruden if they get? You know, finish strong. We'll see. I I just don't see that going well, and I don't I don't know if Gardner and I don't think Foles will do good in that system. And I don't know if Gardner will either. But uh, we'll see. Uh, Cleveland, Stefanski. I think he'll get more than one year. But this is Cleveland. The Haslam's may fire everybody. The last week of the season again. Um, I think Adam Gase. I'd have fired Gase this year. So and he ended about seven to nine after all that. They gotta protect Darnold. They gotta get more out of that team. Uh, but Gase is probably safe. Maybe Gruden's safe. Wright should be safe. But if they botch the quarterback situation and go three and thirteen, four and twelve, Ursay may pull the plug there. Uh, Arians, you just never know with his health and everything. He might retire and hand it off to Bowles or Leftwich. Hard to tell there. Uh, Vanjo and Denver. You know, Elway doesn't like to stay with coaches very long, so I think he needs to at least be eight and eight. Uh, Quinn, you know, was the surprise not firing in the se- during the season. Finished strong. They got to get off to a strong start and 
do well. Obviously, McCarthy will be safe in Dallas. Tomlin should be safe in Pittsburgh because what he did last year with that team was remarkable. And, you know, some handling Antonio Brown like he did throughout the years, remarkable. Like I said, he should have been coach of the year. Um, Nagy in Chicago, I just – something bugs me about that guy. I can't put a finger on it. He was way too cocky for what they did in his first season, and then it came back down to earth last year. To be fair, he didn't pick Trubisky, but he took the job knowing that Trubisky was his quarterback. Look for Marcus Mariota to end up there and push him, or look for a possible trade up in the first round. Maybe they trade away Khalil Mack. Do not buy into the rumors that Khalil Mack is going to the Redskins for the second pick. That makes no sense at all. It's... Idiotic. I don't care that he played for Del Rio. You don't pass up Chase Young for Khalil Mack. One, the money. You're paying Young a lot less for a lot longer than you would be Mack. Mack had a down year, so what? It, even though the Bears gave up two first, he's not worthy of the number two pick in my mind. So, and he's getting close to thirty. So, I hope. I mean, that's just—it's not going to happen. He may get traded, but he's not going to get traded for the second pick of the draft. Uh, McVay signed a contract extension. He's not going anywhere. Um, Peterson, Philadelphia, is not going anywhere. McDermott's not going anywhere in Buffalo. Belichick, you never know. If this thing falls apart and uh, the Crafts get mad that they couldn't keep Brady and Belichick and Belichick has a down year, who knows? Um... We do know for a fact that he did inquire about the Redskins and Giants job when they traded Garoppolo away because he didn't want to trade Garoppolo away. He wanted to get rid of Brady a couple years ago. So you never know. Anything could happen there. Uh, You know, we always thought that Sean Payton was going to leave New Orleans and go to Dallas. That's obviously not going to, like I said, with all the cap casualties they're going to have and just, you know, paying the quarterback what they're paying, you know, paying Kirk what they're paying him leaves so many holes that they're not going to be able to fill because of that. So I don't think he's going to – I don't think they're going to end up doing well. And I think Green Bay is going to run away with that division. Um, look, if you're not going to fire Bill O'Brien now, I don't know. I mean, and how can you? I mean, he looks like he's a bad guy to work for, and I think – I mean, <laughs> in some ways. But he's gotten a lot out of Watson. I do wonder what Watson would do under, like, an Andy Reid type. But I just – Giving him the GM title and having him trade away all these picks for, you know, two firsts and a second for Tunsil. Even though he was the graded out as like the best left tackle in the league last year. I mean, a third round pick for Duke Johnson, stuff like that. You know, getting rid of Jadavion Clowney when you could have gotten, you know, a first round pick for him, but you waited too long and only got a third. That you traded for Gary on Conley, who didn't do a whole lot for you. Uh, Seattle, Pete Carroll's getting up there. You never know. They win a Super Bowl. He might ride off into the sunset. Uh, Harbaugh in Baltimore. I think he's safe for a while. Same thing with Vrabel. Um, I am blanking on the Packers coach's name. What is wrong with me? Oh, man. What is wrong with me? Matt LaFleur. Man. It's been a long, long week. It's Tuesday at... 813 at the time of this recording. Um, Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid safe unless Andy Reid retires. So that's, uh, you know, so who, who, probably looking at five, 
five or six coaching. And there's always one shock. So probably five or six coaching jobs next year. So I th- hopefully Eric Bieniemy will end up with one of those. Let's refresh. Will Tua Takalova end up in Detroit? Will he end up in Miami? Will he end up with the Chargers? Will he end up with the Panthers? Will he end up with the Raiders? Will he end up with the Bengals? Will he end up with the Redskins? Where will Tua end up? It's all going to depend what happens, obviously, with the medical. The medical passes, I mentioned on the last football episode, I think he goes, he could go to size number one because I think the Burrow thing is going to be complicated. And Tua may be willing to go play for Cincinnati, even though I wouldn't if I was him. But um, if the medical passes, he goes anywhere from one to two. 12, and then you get to 12 and you see teams like Indianapolis and Tampa. They may decide to try to jump Oakland, or Oakland Las Vegas Raiders. That's going to take a while to get used to. Um, they may try to jump them. Who knows? I mean, I don't know how... I don't know how married to... I mean, they're married to Foles because of the contract unless they trade away a pick like the Texans did with Osweiler a few years ago. Um, I would love to see them give Gardner... More weapons and more help and see what they can do. But who knows? Maybe they they grab Tua at 10 or 20, or 9 or 20, excuse me. And then you get to playoff teams like New England, New Orleans, Minnesota, uh, Tennessee, Green Bay. Green Bay flirted with drafting Drew Locke in the second round last year, so they're, old, they're looking for a young quarterback. So if the medical doesn't check out, I still think Tua goes in the first round as long as he's going to check out eventually. Even if it's a year, year and a half down the line before he's able to start, I think teams in the 20s, in you know, the 20s, early 30s would be very interesting getting him. And then that also opens up if the Colts, like let's say he fades and the Colts don't want to take him at 13. Well, the Colts have the Redskins pick at number 34. So who knows, maybe they jump back in with a trade with uh, Baltimore or San Francisco, Kansas City, and gets that fifth-year option. It's going to be so much fun, and I cannot wait. That's the thing with Tua. He could go one. He could go 32. Um, it's going to be fun. Cannot wait for this draft. Uh, we are a month away today from free agency, folks. Oh, man. You'll probably get a podcast today from me around that time. <laughs> or maybe multiple podcasts a day. Uh, the NFL, I can't remember if we talked about this last week or not. Uh, they reinstated Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett comes out and goes back to saying that Mason Rudolph used a racial slur. Mike Tomlin came out and defended Rudolph, said that wasn't true. Mason Rudolph came out and said that wasn't true, obviously. And uh, There may be legal action taken. I don't know. If Garrett's lying, this just, I mean, and it can be proven somehow. People already don't like him because of the helmet swinging incident and this just makes it worse because nobody likes a liar and if you root off i just i think other players i don't think his lineman would have went to bat for him if and i really don't think tom would have either if if he really said that and i you know just from people that seem to know rudolph seem like they don't think that it's possible and i don't know how many players were around maybe one of the linemen blurted it out i don't know you know i wasn't in the huddle thankfully because i probably got killed um (laughs) the way they were fighting but i just hope that gets resolved and i hope you know i don't know and somebody's lying and i don't want to say who because 
you know, if Rudolph's lying, then I think he should be done with the Steelers because I don't think they should put up with that. But I also believe that if Garrett's lying, you know, he's too talented to get rid of, obviously, but there should be some kind of repercussion there. Um, interesting. Richard Sherman to come out and say Darius Slay is the best in the game. That's not a possibility I didn't think about because one of the things that really hurt the 49ers was corner. But they don't have a pick. They have the 31st pick, and they don't pick again to the end of the fifth round uh, or mid-fifth, middle of the fifth round. So they would have to give up that 31 pick. And if they're in the market for a corner, man, you, like I said with the Chiefs, you're getting a far better corner at 31 with trading for Slay than you would drafting a young guy more than likely. And especially because they're in win-now mode. Um, I can't remember if I talked about it on the last episode or not. Here's the thing. When I don't make notes... There's a lot of things that go through my mind that I'm going to talk about, and then I forget, and then I remember after I record. Uh, one thing that's really going to be, if you want to go shocking trades that could possibly happen this offseason, Kirk Cousins for Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle Shanahan wanted Garoppolo or Cousins. Just keep it out there. Keep it as a possibility, and maybe there's some picks swapped or thrown around in there somewhere. That would be the shocking trade. I think if it doesn't happen, that Kirk will run out his contract this year. They can't tag him in Minnesota next year. So maybe we go one more year and Kirk goes to San Francisco next year if Garoppolo doesn't rebound. And who knows? Maybe Garoppolo is the MVP next year and Kirk's out of luck and has got to go play for. Where could Kirk end up? Miami or somewhere. Whoever doesn't take a young quarterback this year, uh, maybe goes and plays for Jay Gruden in Tampa or. Uh, Jacksonville, who knows? Um, Chris Harris doesn't expect to be back with the Broncos. That's not too surprising. Uh, Look around the league. Where could he end up? A veteran. Could end up in Houston. Teams need corners. (laughs) Maybe he goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Or or the Chiefs. All right. I think we're almost done here. Cardinals signed offensive tackle DJ Humphreys to a three-year extension. Some big money there. Takes a big uh, free agent tackle off the market. He would have he would have had suitors. Uh, teams like Cleveland would have definitely been interested in him. Jadavion Clowney is looking to make market-setting money in free agency. I remember we talked about that a little bit last week. I think Miami makes the most sense there because they got cap room. They were rumored to want to trade for him, and he didn't want to go there. Then last year it seemed like it was about winning. This year it seems like it's about getting paid. Can't blame him. Um, Mike Tomlin, quote, Antonio Brown is not in current plans, but once a stealer, always a stealer. If this happens. If if Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown some ba- somehow end up back with the Steelers, I just can't believe it. And like I, I think I mentioned last episode, uh, I can't see Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger getting back together after the things that they said about each other. Brown wants to play for with Brady. He even said he would go back to the Raiders, which as long as Mike Mayock's there, it's not going to happen. Um, look with Antonio Brown, he went. He's definitely got some mental issues. If he can get medication or whatever and get back on the right track. 
I think he'll be okay. I mean, I think he could be okay. But here's the thing. If I'm a team, we're going year to year. We're not giving big money. You're not getting two years from me if I'm running the team. Because if I give you guaranteed money, are you going to come in and act like you did in Oakland? Um, you know, I, th- I know he's friends with Haskins, and Haskins one of them, but I don't think... I think with Rivera, if they ever were to sign an Antonio Brown type, it would be on the cheap. And one bad move, and you're out. Because I just think that's the kind of coach Rivera is, and which we need. Um, if if Antonio Brown had been a Redskin while Jay Gruden was here, Jay would have let him get away with everything, because it was Club Jay. And you know, I do think with certain players, I know Kareem Hunt's name has been thrown around as a possibility for the Redskins. You know, you can get guys with some character issues. I don't have any problem with that, but you got to give them where you can get rid of them easy. I'm not giving a character concerned guy five years, bunch of guaranteed money. I would give very little guaranteed money on a one year deal for Antonio Brown or Kareem Hunt or pick a player. But, uh, you know, they've done a pretty decent job in the last few years. I mean, there's definitely some issues with Monte Nicholson that we we don't know the whole story there and we may never. But, uh, I look, for, and by the way, I, I don't think he's going to be a Redskin very long. I think the secondary is in for a. Uh, massive overhaul. I think Landon Collins may be the only starter that's still here. Um, I think, depending on what happens with Dunny, I think Bradbury's going to be a Redskin, and maybe they pick a. Maybe if they trade down, they draft one in the first round. Um, but I look for a new starting corner, a new free safety, and maybe two starting corners. So we'll see. Cowboys looking to make a big splash in the 2020 NFL Draft. By the way, just some of the stuff that they've talked about being in Vegas sounds like it's going to be wild. And going to take a lot of time. I hope I'm not up to one watching the first round of the draft. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, if they lose Amari Cooper, I think they'll trade up and get a receiver. I think if they retain Cooper and obviously Dak, I think safety becomes a top priority. Maybe another edge rusher. Maybe... Uh, Probably not an offensive lineman, but definitely somebody on the defense or a wide receiver. And you know what? Technically, with Cooper and Gallup, you know, they lost Beasley and uh, they brought in uh, Randall Cobb. But, you know, I can see them signing Cooper and going out and getting another receiver where they're picking. Um, Some trade talks surrounding 49ers backup quarterback Nick Mullins is heating up. He shows some flashes. Um... I think he's cheap, so if you're a team that's looking for a cheap backup option that maybe can come in and start at some point, kind of like what the Titans did with Ryan Tannehill last year, he would make a lot of sense. Let's go through the teams that are possibilities. Maybe Miami? you got to look at teams like with picks, and like I said, who's willing. Cleveland. Is Johnny Manziel a oh, Johnny Manziel. Whoa. It's getting late, folks. Is Baker Mayfield on a short leash? Time will tell there. Um, I still think Baker's got a lot of talent. I just think he needs the right coach. And shockingly, Greg Williams was his right coach. <laughs> Go figure. Um, but, yeah, I think there'll definitely be, you look at teams that needed a backup quarterback. I mean, Philadelphia could be in the market to get a guy like Mullins. Um, Chicago. Pittsburgh. You know, I don't know if Pittsburgh is sold on Duck and Rudolph as Roethlisberger's backups. I could see them going out here and 
go and get a Case Keenum or somebody because what if Roethlisberger isn't ready? You know, you tell me right now if the Steelers could have. Do they wish they had traded for Case Keenum after Roethlisberger injury, his injury? Because the way that that defense played, if they had a quarterback that didn't turn the ball over five times a game, they would have been in the playoffs. So I think they definitely need, you know, it's okay to like Rudolph and it's okay to like Duck, but I think you need to go get another veteran like a Keenum and then let Rudolph and Duck uh, Hodges battle it out for that third spot. And by the way, if I'm coaching... I'm keeping three quarterbacks. I've seen this in too bad too many times, uh, especially with the Redskins. I mean, we went Alex Smith to Colt McCoy to Mark Sanchez to Josh Johnson. Wow. I get chills just thinking about it. Um, we are – seems like somebody got cut today. Oh, yeah. The Eagles linebacker, Nigel. You know, he's a 4-3 guy. Keep an eye out as a possible Redskins signing because the Redskins need to add a couple linebackers for the 4-3. Um, and I think they'll go veterans. I think Joe Schubert in Cleveland, if if he gets out of the building, that he could be a possibility. Let's refresh and make sure we haven't missed anything. Do-do-do. Doesn't look like anything's broken on Pro Football Talk, just the Greg Olson stuff, which was disappointing, but understandable. Do not click on that. Stop that. I hate when these pop-ups come up. All right. I think that's what we're all going to talk about today. Uh, we'll get more into the draft and free agency, obviously. Uh, players are getting cut, um, seems like, daily now. Um uh, and they could sign. Once they get cut, they do not have to wait a month to get signed. So, like, Josh Norman could sign with anybody. A rumor I heard, Buffalo Bills, keep an eye out on Buffalo. He had a great year under McDermott, uh, played great under McDermott. So uh, that would make a lot of sense. And Drew Davis White's a really good corner. Maybe Norman and him together. And, look, I, I don't like Josh Norman's play. I don't think Josh is a bad guy. Uh, I was so excited when the Redskins signed him. It just never worked out. And uh, you listen to a lot of analysts. Josh did not play the same position, even though corner, you know, they didn't use him in the same scheme as they did in Carolina. And the Redskins have been so bad about that for years. They'll go out and sign a big free agent who had an unbelievable year in System X and put him in System uh be you know i mean it's just so far you know what i mean i just don't understand that and that's i think with this coaching staff and with rivera and del rio um if they go out and get a guy to play the middle linebacker spot that played in a 4-3 somewhere else he's going to come in and play that same way here so i feel like we have competent people now on the coaching side um we haven't had that you know i i think um I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Callahan, top-notch offensive lineman coach, offensive line coach. Uh, hated to see him leave. I think him and I'm forgetting the guy's name, not Minuski, Tom Sula. I think those are the best coaches we've had in the recent years. Um, Sula, Tom Sula got a lot out of Ioannidis and Payne and Allen. They even settle at times. Um, and, I mean, look what. Callahan did with Eric Flowers. I mean, he was a bust. Nobody liked him. 
he was terrible in New, in New York and uh, didn't do well in Jacksonville those few games he was there. Comes in, position change, ends up being a really good guard. And keep an eye out. If the Redskins don't sign Flowers, I think he's going to go to Cleveland with Callahan. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Andrew Staples Show. Thank you so much for listening. Ah, love talking to the NFL. And if you listen, let me know. Like the Andrew Staples Show on Facebook. Leave a comment. What do you think is going to happen in free agency coming up? Any surprise trades you think's gonna you think might happen? Surprise cut? Surprise signing? Um, who do you think is going to go number one? Will Cincinnati be making that pick? Could they shock everybody and just take Chase Young? Maybe they decide, you know what? We're going to get quarterback at 33. Could you imagine? Holy crap, the draft will go nuts if they draft Chase Young. Um, thanks again for listening. Andrew Staples Show on Facebook. Just Andrew Staples if you want to reach out to me uh, personally. Don't have an email address that I give out. Um, at Jedi Drew Stapp on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, but I don't really post NFL stuff there. Uh, look forward to talking more NFL probably next week. I'm hoping to do this weekly. Uh, there's always something happening, and there's always speculation, and that's what makes it fun. And now I'm going to try to find a song. Let's see what we can find. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Thank you for listening. God bless you all. Be good. Hail to the Redskins. Goodbye.